You're listening to the Pure Fury Creations Podcast Network, powered by Anchor.fm. The following is a close to the heart presentation in association with the PFC Podcast Network and has been rated L for mature audiences only. Some language and dialogue may not be suitable for members of a family under 18 years of age. I'm Jason Klaus, and over the course of my life, I have done a lot of different things, worn a lot of different hats. But this may be my greatest endeavor yet. Welcome to my show, and on here we will discuss a variety of different topics from sports to entertainment to pop culture, but above all else, we will discuss how we can make a positive difference for ourselves and for those in and around our lives. I may go on rants, I may go on sidebars, but it all comes from the heart. Welcome to the Klaus to the Heart podcast, the flagship show of the PFC Podcast Network, powered by Anchor.fm. Hello, everybody. I'm Jason Klaus, and you are listening to the flagship show of the PFC Podcast Network, powered by Anchor.fm. This is the experience that is proudly known as the Klaus to the Heart podcast. Uh, Certainly appreciate you tuning in this week. I, of course, am Jason Klaus. I'm being joined by a very special guest, um, a reoccurring uh, guest host, I guess you you could say, in in some regards. Um, Brittany is back with us, and she is going to... She really is the driving force behind... Uh, this week's topic in terms behind of behind the reason why no 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 as a as an experience no no I'm saying I'm looking at a sheet of paper here that has four different topics on it yeah and like I could have gotten one I mean came in at the eleventh hour that really because that was like whoa yeah we it was a good one I we came in to um, we came back here from getting ice cream and. Like I had gotten a text message from um, a very good friend of mine, just a guy that I think the absolute world of. We my, love the guy. Yeah, my friend Bob. Um, <laughs> oh, we're saying Bob, okay. Yeah, Bob. Bob listens to we, the shows we love now. Bob. Yes, big fan of Bob. Like Bob. <laughs> side, this is how we always talk about Bob. <laughs> sidebar. Sidebar. <laughs> Um, I mean, I know we're like a minute and a half into this shit, but um, Bob is one of those few people that, and Brittany, you you know me on levels that people only wish they could. Like, you know what what really makes me, what makes this machine run. You know what I mean? Um, Bob is one of those few guys in my life that I will go to bat for any day of the week and twice on Sunday. 
Um, so he, <laughs> he had sent me this, this text message, like, I don't know, what was it, babe? Like the two hours before we actually sat down. And, yeah. And I don't think you should say exactly what it is. No, because, no, <laughs> no. We might talk about it yeah. one day. Just not today, but it was a very, I was like, uh, that's some podcast shit right there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I, and I said as much to him in my reply. I, and I, I believe that the first sentence that I replied with was, well, holy shit. It, because it Maybe was, he was just suggesting a podcast topic. Well, we don't know to, because Bob didn't answer Bob. I really just feel some, like horseshit you can't leave us hanging i really feel like bob needs to come on the show at some point <laughs> i think he would be fantastic fantastic guest on the show but let's uh the topic we landed on. yeah yeah this this wasn't of course one of those that were inspired it, it this week's episode is a collaborative effort between Brittany and my sister-in-law melissa because melissa had sent me a meme that sparked this idea and when and when you you know you and i were talking i said i need to record for the midnight drop um you asked me what i was going to talk about this was the original topic and then i was like but wait a minute so i'm here to bring an alternative perspective like i have kind of struggled to figure out where i fit in with recording with you and I mean we might as well just get into an argument <laughs> maybe maybe that's where I fit in you are looking to get into an argument with me or no, I'm just I, saying I, oh very like alternative views like yeah you almost were not going to record about this at all after I said what I said about it well, it, it's not the, it was just like, wow, that's <laughs> wow, that obviously this, no, this, that's an aspect I know nothing about. Right. So that's why I'm here. So, um, we will lay, yeah, this, this could become a doozy here because you and I do have different points of view on this and it's solely in my opinion, because we have very different journeys that brought you and I to where we are here and now. And I'm not talking about as like in a relationship or anything like that. Just the paths that we have been on up to this point mm-hmm. could not be different. Right. I mean, you, we, there now to be fair, you know, there is something of an age gap be, between the two of us. Yeah, I'm a fucking millennial, but not really. You are, yeah, yeah. No, but I'm not, though. But anyway, so this is the topic. The topic at hand is this. Evaluate the people in your life. Then promote, emote, or terminate. You're the CEO of your life. Now, Melissa will send me things that she will think that she thinks would would turn into a decent topic for the podcast. But there are there are other times where she will send me something because she um 
you know, she saw something, she thought about me, she thought it would help maybe if I'm having a rough day or whatever, she she will send me something from time to time oh, and I, I love you. I, I will I will take that and you know, have it inspire a podcast topic. Because at the end, look, and I know that recently, in recent weeks, like the topics that we've done here, that I've done here, um, a little, little darker, a little bit more less than awesome topics, but it's still a part of life that has to be discussed. That's part of the fucking problem is everybody is so goddamn afraid of expressing themselves on any realm because they're afraid of ruffling feathers or they're afraid of, of offending somebody. And it's gotten to a point to where people don't feel like that they can be their true selves. I fall into this category. To be fair, though, you did rebrand. It is called Pure Fury Podcast Network now. You know. See, I'm glad you picked up on that. Well, of course I did. Because I was but, part of it. Well, we are, yes, absolutely you were. <clears throat> the logo design, the whole nine yards. Um, but it, having that name now incorporated into the overall umbrella was not done by accident. You know, there was a number of different aspects that went into even planting that seed of an idea what if we did this and it allowed because i think of what the man who encompassed that name pure fury at least on our on in our world he would want us to be he, some real shame. yeah he look i i'm gonna go on a little personal story here and i look when we are also we will get back to the topic at hand, but, but, you know, this, I specifically remember an, uh, a conversation that he and I had within the last year of his life. And it, it's one of those things that I've kind of, like he and I had a lot of conversations over the course of our lifetime. And some of them I have talked about, I've talked to you about Brittany. Um, I've talked to my close friends that knew him, like really knew him, or they're a close friend of mine that understands what he was to me. And like I, I have shared those stories. I have shared those conversations, but there are conversations that he and I have had that I have not uttered to another human soul. Um, th this is one of them. I'll go ahead and say it because Whoa, it, holy shit. Okay. It, 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 it fits okay, in this context, in this, oh. in this topic and why, the whole pure fury name, you know, when it became the name of the network, it kind of created a shift in attitude in our presentation. He told me very simply, word for word, 
I'm looking forward to the day that people see what's truly inside you that I see when I look in your eyes. And when that day comes, it's going to blow everybody's fucking mind. And I'm going to be sitting back with a bag of popcorn and a Sprite Zero Sugar. And I'm going to watch the whole thing unfold with the biggest smile on my face. There is a reason. There is a seismic shift in my life. And that conversation is one of the things I think about often. That conversation is one of those things that have helped fuel this machine. The machine that has completely redirected my everything. There is really one aspect that has not been affected by any of this. So now we're bringing the theory with some real shit. Real shit. And that's what the fuck Jeff was talking about when he said that to you. Mm-hmm. We have not had this conversation. No, before, we. By the way. No, we have not. Look, and there and and there will be plenty of other ones, deeper ones, that will come to light. You know, when the situation presents itself. Yeah, it's I'm it's saying we're on the air right now. Yes, I I understand that, and I. I just think that's what Jeff meant, and so you don't need to apologize. You rebranded. You let everybody know, and this is what it is now. Sorry if it's kind of dark to you guys. Turn it off then. I mean, <laughs> they're well. <laughs> but I think about that as I th- I think about that conversation. It came to mind when I first read this thing. Evaluate the people in your life, then promote, emote, or terminate. You're the CEO of your life. Now, I am a hardcore lifetime subscriber to this concept. And I realize now I didn't then because when I saw this and I read this, I was like, I can fully appreciate what this says because I have done this. I have made a complete shift in everything. And you know, Brittany as well, as, as you know, as well, probably better than anybody. What kind of ripple effect that it, it has made, like it's as if we have parted the seas, (laughs) you know, we're walking there. There's people on this side that are, 
you know, happy and, you know, supportive and all this. And then you've got the other side that don't see things that way. And that's their prerogative. But I don't need your bullshit. And if that's the side you want to be on, you'll have to forgive me when I turn my back to that side and I'm looking at the other ones that, you know, actually do care about what's happening in a positive manner. And you all have the the front row aspect of kissing my ass because I don't need this. Those are the people that get terminated. Exactly. Exactly. And so what about people that get demoted? Like, I don't feel like there's a lot of in-between people. (laughs) There is to a degree. And here's my, my take on that, because during the course of any type of significant change in anybody's life, when you make life-altering changes in terms of your personal life, your professional life, like you are going to find out with the quickness um, what people's true intentions are, what their true feelings towards you are. Because those ones that were like in, very close in your inner circle, if you are embarking on some sort of change in an effort to make yourself happier, a happier person, or you're trying to improve a situation in your life that has caused you any kind of ill feelings, dread, or anything of the like, you, you're going to find out whether who supports you and who doesn't. And... Like, you want to give these people the benefit of the doubt, but something has happened either during the course of a conversation, during just, it could be something seemingly minor at the time, but it's enough for you to, it triggers something in your mind, like something's not right here. And while I don't want to completely sever ties with you because maybe it's a misunderstanding, it's to a degree that I don't feel comfortable with you being right in my inner workings. Like I'll always have love for you, but like I'm not. I'm yeah. I'm not looking to completely cut you out of my life and put you on the terminated side of things. But you're not going to get that full-blown access to me that you once had because you have done something that has made me question what you're doing. I want to get back to the conversation we had in the truck earlier. So Jason comes at me with this, like, I'm almost like kind of pompous (laughs) topic about being the CEO of your own life and being your own boss. And I'm like, okay, well, what about my side? Okay, your side, because I don't want you to get cut off because we're at right around the 17-minute the mark. We, I don't feel like I have to talk that long. Well, I feel like once you get, it's going to spark a conversation. I'm probably going to have questions, oh, yeah. you know. And I don't want I don't want to have to cut this off at the thirty minute mark because okay, so we we'll save we'll save my part yeah when my side but 
it's coming. <laughs> it is. So we'll we'll spend the next few minutes here with a couple of broad examples from my point of view. We will run a timeout, and then when we come back from a timeout, we will get your point of view. Um. Then you know, let's talk about the promotions part of it. Like there are people that you know you've known that you that you genuinely like but they may not be on the christmas card list you're just not mm-hmm. on that level you know on unless something happens that real like they have demonstrated some sort of loyalty or act of friendship or kindness or something to you that makes you look at them in a different light like i there's been people where I'll give you an example. Primarily at work, you know, because that's where I generally have the most interaction with um, different people from all walks of life. Like, I don't really go out in public all that much anymore. Not certainly not as much as I used to. (laughs) But, um, you know, so like the, your professional environment, like obviously anybody that knows my story knows I'm in a manufacturing plant where there's a lot of people. And like there are people where I'm like, yeah, he's a pretty cool guy. You know, I mean, again, not on the Christmas card list, but if I if I see him, I'll stop and say hi or whatever. What happens when he goes to bat for you? Yeah. Then he's on the Christmas card list. Well, I mean, all depending on what the situation is. Sometimes, you know, they they are the ones that step up unexpectedly when nobody else does. Mm-hmm. Especially the ones that you thought you could count on. There is a demotion. It's almost like you have X amount of spots in your, in the top ring of your inner circle. And, you know, you only allowing X amount of people that damn close to you. But, you know, this, the one of the ones that you thought were going to be there have shit on you in some way, shape, or not really shit on you. That's kind of harsh, but just not been there, you know. In my experience, I feel like the people that have stepped up when I really needed someone to, like didn't have anyone, were always unexpected people. Yeah. Always. Not the people that I like fully expected to come to my rescue. I mean, that's, that, that's what I talk about when you talk about the promotion side of this, the people that you're going to promote in your life. And like, for me, I, I mean, I guess it's not like that for everybody. Like it's, it's individualized, but like for me, I guess in my mind, I have like a set number of people that is that I will allow in to my, you know, like they get the exclusive access to me as a person. Now, within that, there's obviously, I mean, well, listen, baby, you, there, there's not a name for your, for the membership that you have. VIP just doesn't sound um, good enough, in my opinion. But uh, be that as it may, um, so I guess when that happens, and it has happened, like there are people that are in my inner circle here and now that maybe weren't there two years ago, mm-hmm. you know, or you know, 
like I'm very selective about who who knows what. But I also kind of use that to my to my advantage in the sick way. To, in I, the sick way. If look, what I mean is if if I'm starting to question somebody, their intentions, if I feel like that they're like something fucky is happening. Something fucky. That I I will I will purposely you I mean, you know, babe, I'm pretty calculated. I'm pretty methodical. Oh yeah. Um I I I will purposely do or say something to plant seeds in somebody's head just to see where where they'll go with it. And more often than not, I wind up my suspicions are true and my disappointment is off the charts. So you're demoted, if not fucking fired. And <laughs> firing people—that's a whole other level. It is. And listen, Done. Here I here. am. We, you, and I have had a very serious personal conversation about this. This is something that you've said that it's one of the things that you admire about me is once I'm done, I'm done. There is no going back there is no you know no I, regret i said no regret guilt. yeah guilt because as a you know mom guilt to anyone that's a mother and that's listening to very familiar feeling mom guilt all i feel is guilt all the time but like you you're so confident in your decisions there ain't nothing to feel guilty about you already thought about all the things mm-hmm and that's why, yes, and that's why I took such an appreciation to this meme because because in, right now in my mind, I am the CEO of my life for the first time ever, and it's a pretty goddamn good feeling. But I I also realize, and there are look, it, it has, it's ruffled a shitload of feathers on a shitload of people, and that's unfortunate. But these are also the same motherfuckers that have always said, geez, Jason, I wish you were a little bit happier. I wish you would, you know, do what you got to do. Do what you got to do. I support you. And then I do it, and they're nowhere to be fucking found. You're fucking fired. I don't need you because you were in, you were in, you were not sincere. You look, and I realize people have their own points of view, their own yeah, morals or whatever. Genuine people. Do what? We only got time for genuine people. I mean that's it. That's it. Like I you mean, said, there's been a lot of number of spaces. Only genuine people go there. Yeah. I mean if you don't like what I'm doing, nobody says you gotta hang around. Get the fuck out. Go do something else. Utilize your time better. Don't be worrying about what the fuck I'm doing. Worry about what the fuck you're doing. Then maybe you wouldn't be su- such a miserable, lonely piece of shit that has nothing else better to do than worry about what other people are doing. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> I just don't care. I just don't give a fuck about anything right now. Because I... I it doesn't sound like you don't give a fuck about anything. It sounds like you you give a lot of fucks right now. No, I give a fuck about making my point. That's what it is. Because 
baby, how many times have I have you listened to different voicemails and stuff that have tried to make me question a decision that I've made? I can't even. Like it's annoyed you. And no, I'm not going to go into into specifics, but I'm just trying to illustrate a point. Mm -hmm. How many times has that happened? Quite a few. And it's like, I need you people to understand this is what it is. You're the boss of your life right now. Mm -hmm. Period. Yeah. Um, My life, my rules. Oh, God damn, that's a t-shirt idea. I need to write that down. Actually, we're going to take a real quick time out, run an ad or two, and we'll be back with more of the Klaus to the Heart podcast here on the PFC Podcast Network, powered by Anchor.fm. We will be right back. There is a new destination for the official online store of the PFC Podcast Network. If you're a fan of our shows, and obviously you are, else you would not be listening to this right now, you can check out all of the latest t-shirts, sweatshirts, hats, cups, glassware, anything under the sun that have the various designs and logos from all of our shows here on the network. Head on over to cafepress.com forward slash PFC Network for your official merchandise of the PFC Podcast Network and all of our great shows. Hey, I'm Jason Klaus. I wanted to take a couple of minutes here and tell you about a very special fundraiser that's happening. Uh, Generally, I would not do something like this on this realm, but this is extremely important and it hits home for all of us here on the PFC Podcast Network. As you may or may not have heard, our good friend and our our tag team partner on ONTV's Klaus and Q show, Quadel Edwards and his family, were the unfortunate victims of a townhouse fire in Auburn Hills on June the 23rd. Now, you can imagine with something like this, Q and his family lost a lot of their possessions, and a GoFundMe has been set up to help their family. We encourage you to check it out, and if you have the means, we would appreciate any kind of donation to this amazing family. You can find all of the information on the Klaus and Q page on Facebook, or you can find it also on the Klaus to the Heart website. Just look for klaustotheheart.net. Again, this is a very important fundraiser, and it's one that I feel very strongly about just because of the amazing person that Q is and his wonderful family. They really need some help right now. So if you have the means, we would appreciate any donation. And at the very least, would you mind going over to our, our Facebook page and hit the share button and spread the word. Again, check out all of the information on KlausToTheHeart.net or the Klaus and Q Show page on Facebook. Mm-hmm. 
And welcome back to the Close to the Heart podcast here on the PFC Podcast Network, powered by Anchor.fm. I'm Jason Klaus. I'm being joined by Brittany. And we are talking about being the CEO of your own life. And I wanted to wait till we got into segment two because, full disclosure, we're recording this through the Anchor website, not the app. And on the website, they give us 30-minute increments. So I wanted to make sure, Brittany, that you had plenty of time to state your point of view. Because when we talked about this, again, a quick recap, when we initially talked about this earlier today, you had your point of view. And it's based, you know, solely on your experiences. Mm -hmm. So when I said to you, I want to talk about being the CEO of your life and we either promote, emote, or terminate, um, you know, you are essentially in control of your own life. You have a different perspective of it. I do because to you, it's if someone, you know, at this point in your life, and I know this is new, uh, if, you know, if someone's purpose in your life is not serving you, then don't do it. If your fucking job makes you miserable, then quit. Like, like really cut and dry for you, I think. To a degree. Um, but what I had said earlier, like as a mother of five, I can't just quit my job if I hate it. I mean, I have a lot of options right now. Um, but not every, like, I feel like people know, but if they don't, I'm a nurse. I can pretty much go get a job anywhere tomorrow. But not everyone is in that position. And their their income is the reason that their kids eat and get to play sports and go to gymnastics and their wife gets to stay home like they can't just quit their job i mean for me there's a zillion other openings in the field but that that is not the case for everybody i understand that and you are absolutely right in a lot of that not everybody has that option i guess for me hearing that i mean because again we we talked a little bit about this earlier today so i had kind of an opportunity to sit here and, and think about how i would respond to that and i guess when I first read this, I looked at it on a more personal level, you know, not so much the professional end of it. Um, but I can see where the two correlate. I can see where there is that, that bridge of connection. I can understand where um, one bleeds into the other. Um, but I feel like listening to how you just laid your case out again, you know, you are, you are a nurse and anybody that follows any kind of media knows that right now 
you know, the, the, the staffing issues in the medical field are astronomical. I literally can go work anywhere tomorrow, but that is not the case for everyone else. Right. So I guess my point here would be when you talk about being the CEO of your life, obviously when you look at your life as a whole, there's a lot of layers. There's a lot of pieces that make up that proverbial puzzle. Um, and I realize not everybody looks at things in the same way that I do. I realize that people don't embrace the same points of view that I do. But here's my thing. I, I to be the CEO of anything, you have the good with the bad, right? Because there's always going to be aspects. If you are a legitimate CEO of a business or, or something along these lines, like there are aspects of your job, of your life that you dread, that you don't care for, that you don't like. But I've got to believe that there is more going on that is beneficial or else why in the fuck are you wasting your time doing it? You know, um, in my, in, in the way I break my shit down, my professional obligations, my job, although important because it pays the bills, it ain't my whole life. When I look at everything on like one of them pie chart gimmicks, <laughs> it, it, it takes up by and large, a small portion of that pie. Yes, it's important. Yes, I have to have it. Yes, it helps pay the bills. Like, I'm not looking, to, I'm not saying, okay, every aspect of my job is fucking awesome and I'm a charmed man and all this other shit. No, there's a lot of shit that goes on here that drives me absolutely fucking bonkers. But not to a point to where I let it dictate my overall mood. I don't let it dictate how I go about things because you know, as well as I do better than a lot of people. Once I punch out, that's the end of the shit for the day. And I don't give that motherfucker a second thought until I turn around and come back and I punch back in. Well, I guess on my way too. I, it's on my mind, but I mean, sincerely it, I mean, when I go it goes from when I walk into the gate to when I walk out and that's the end of it. And I, and I realize not a lot of people. What about realtors? What about when they make 6% commission on a $600,000 house and someone wants to see it in the middle of their family dinner? They got to go show that shit. Like it's not that way for everybody. But they know that going into it. Yeah, you know what I mean? And, and yeah, I, no, I don't know because I did not know what the fuck I was signing up for. Um, no, but something like that though. But it's different. Like you have you have babies and a family, and it's different. I, you're right, and like every ass, every job has 
its own perks, its own ups and downs. Like when I did maintenance, um, did you have to be on call? Yeah. And like, I knew that going into it. Now, I didn't realize that there were going to be nights that I would literally be there for the duration <laughs> of 14 hours oh because a pipe, you know, broke in the middle of winter and it was flooding out three fucking apartments. But I knew going into it that that could be a possibility, you know, that there would be late nights, nothing like that. Like I didn't, because it was a newer fucking property, I figured, well, they insulated their shit. <laughs> I know, know, but listen, what I'm saying is at, at that time, did you have children? No. Okay. So you did that, not having children, but, you know, have a couple babies, you're you're the breadwinner, you're making all the money, but you still have to respond to shit like that. It fucking makes you miserable. But that's what you've done. That's what your experience has been. There's not, you know, maybe like a huge job market like for me. What the fuck are you going to do? And it's not even just about careers. There's just so many things that people cannot take control of in their life. Like we talked about I would make a couple of disappear people disappear out of my life <laughs> if I could. I'm not gonna name any specific names when I incriminate myself here, but they literally cannot be eliminated from my life. True. And but like, they I cut off my dad. I I've talked to him, I don't know, twice in twelve years, like That's true. But I guess, and, and I realize this is where you and I may have a difference of opinion be kept, be based on what we have experienced in our lifetimes coming up to this point before you and I knew each other. Um, and I, and you're right. There, there are, people in your life that you would would like to not have to be there. Um, I think everybody has a person or two like that. I mean, I know I do, um, <laughs> but it is, but I don't allow that at this point to be a huge factor in how I'm going to run or operate my life um is it an inconvenience is it a sore spot is it a pain in the ass i mean yes to all of those and then some <laughs> yeah it's a big ball of fuck in some cases but under no circumstances in my opinion will i ever allow that to be such a focal point that it, it it determines everything and it dictates who and what I'm going to be. Like I did that shit long for long enough. And again, that's part of coming to terms with this. I, this is what I'm going to do. 
because I, I wasn't the CEO of my life. I, if I was a janitor, it was a good day. You know Literally what I mean? With the shot back at the, at the dugout. Well, I just, I'm just saying, I wasn't really high on, on the pecking list. You know what I mean? Low in the pecking order. And I just, I mean, you everybody can make the argument, well, you know, your kids are your top priority. Yes, kids are the priority. I mean, that goes without saying if you're a decent human being. If you're a piece of shit, you're a piece of shit. And that, that part does not register. You know, if you are a parent who has nothing to, you know, to do with their kid and it doesn't even at bare minimum as an act of decency provide some sort of child support for that kid, then you are indeed a fuckhole. And that's, there's no ifs, ands, or buts about it. But I'm not going to let you, you know, you know, make the determination as to what kind of life I'm going to have or what kind of life I'm going to live, if anything. And this is, again, based on my experience. But if anybody sits there and listens to, to this and thinks for one goddamn second that everything that I have done up to this point has been a walk in the park, you are sadly fucking mistaken. It, this, this is without a shadow of a doubt, in some cases, not only the greatest thing I've ever been a part of, it is the most, it's the hardest thing I've ever done. Just because I knew the onslaught that was coming and I had to sit here and make it, make a conscious, you know, choice. It is my level of happiness worth the level of bullshit that I'm going to have to go through. I made the I made the decision. Yes, it is. Because I got tired of not being the CEO of my life. And I realized that look, yes, I am optimistic to a fault. You know that it annoys you at times, <laughs> but I am because I mean, even when we are faced with, I mean, just some sort of seemingly insurmountable obstacle, I will, I, well, number one, I go quiet. And number two, while I'm in that quiet phase, it's because I'm fucking calculating. Nothing. I, I am, I am coming up with plans A, B, and C. And I am thinking about what possibly could happen with, with each of them. And then I will come to my decision. And when that decision is made, that is the end of the story. And people aren't used to that. People are used to being able to manipulate the situation. People are, were, being, were used to being able to talk me out of shit, even though in my gut, that's not what I wanted or what I thought was right, but I did it to appease everyone else. Those days are long fucking gone. And I realize okay. that that makes me look like an asshole. No, it doesn't. Well, to some people it does. To some people they'll always be an asshole. But, well, for sure. Uh, you know, I don't give a fuck, but... Um, <laughs> Like, I understand what you're saying, Brittany, in, in terms of 
every situation is different. Everybody has different things going on in their in their lives. So a lot of things are out of their control, and they have to make the absolute best of it. I totally understand that. While I may not understand specific details, because I have not been a I have not lived it. I have not been a, a part of it. I have not experienced it. That doesn't mean I discount it. And I and I don't mean to sound, you know, the to, to sit here and sound like I'm disregarding what you've gone through and it's like, you know, just you know, don't overcomplicate shit when things in some cases are extremely complicated. All I'm saying is, regardless of what is happening, regardless of how much it seems like it overtakes your life, there is always a possibility that you can rise above all that. There, you always have time. You always have room to elevate yourself because there is no limit in the sky. There is no there is no ceiling for how high you can go or how high you can raise yourself above the bullshit. Because if you allow it, that level of bullshit will continue to rise. Kind of, kind of like, you know, the water coming into the bottom caverns of the Titanic after it hit the iceberg. Like it took a minute, but eventually it sunk the bitch. Not only just sunk it, but broke it in half and then sunk it. Now, my point here is if you take a step back and look at your life and even if you have to go old school and make that pros and cons list that I talk about all the time I what's a Venn diagram the other day <laughs> see i mean whatever you got to do to put shit Sometimes on paper, sometimes on a screen, sometimes you just have to look at the black and white and, and, you know, you can toy around with your mind all that you want. But once you, once you have it in black and white, if you're honest with yourself, that's a huge thing. you got to be honest with yourself about it, because if you're not honest with yourself about it, it don't mean a, a fuck all. Um, it, it, it means absolutely nothing more than the piece of paper that is print that it's printed on um but when you look at things and and you realize okay this is good this is not why how can i make this the the focal point like you just have to sometimes it's just a matter of shifting the way you you approach things because mental approach is a huge aspect in anything if you have the conscious effort not to allow these ill people, situations, feelings, or anything like that to be a dominating force, you can use that energy into something that does mean something to you, something that does make you happy, something that does that you do look forward to. And I realize it's easier said than done, but I can tell you without a shadow of a doubt, I have been at rock fucking bottom. I have been in places where people only have heard about. 
some of them don't come back from it. I have been to funerals where they have not come back from that. I made the decision as hard as it was. I had to make a change or this shit was over in the most permanent of ways. And I'm here to tell you, and this is just my point of view, there is not one motherfucker walking God's green earth that's going to cause me any kind of ill feelings that's going to dictate to me any longer how I live my life with who I live my life and where I live my life. So the rest of the world, if you're not on board, can suck it. I think that's a wrap. <laughs> I mean, you know, I had a lot of stuff to say, but well, please I, do. I think that's a wrap. But um, this can be a short episode. I mean, we got like ten minutes left of this segment. Do okay. our no? I didn't want to. I'll shut up. <laughs> I don't want you to shut up. I think. You just made all your points. like. Well, I've made my points, but I mean, those are my points. If you have things that you want to, to contribute, you have things you want to say, by all means. Um, I'll be quiet. Okay, so... I guess I feel like after we started talking about this earlier, like I came up with the decision that you have to have something in your life that you can control. You can't, you know, for people like me, I have five kids. There's a lot of moving parts. Uh, I have a fucking toddler and a teenage girl. Toddler boy, teenage girl. It gets rough. Lots of moving parts, but you have to find something you can control. For me right now, it's my career. I said this earlier, and I realize that's not the case for everybody, but there is something that you can become the boss of. You just took your whole life back. Uh-huh. <laughs> but not everyone can. Not everyone will, but um, there's you know, there is, as a mother of five, and a nurse, and a couple baby daddies I wish could disappear, <laughs> there, there still is something I can take control of. Not everyone can take it all back at once. But you can also do it little by little, what do you think? That's what I was going to say, but I didn't want to cut you off. Um, you don't have to fix everything all at one time. You can break it down into individual slices, into genres, into aspects. Um, you know, and you're absolutely right. You, everybody has one thing that they do that they have the capability of control. There's something, even though, like, for a very long time, I felt like nothing in my life was in my control, but there was. I just didn't see it. You gotta dig deeper or something. There's something that can go the way you want it to go. 
would you say that sometimes people that are in that aspect or in that realm or in that frame of mind where they feel like that they can't or they don't have any control in their life like sometimes they just need to be reminded who the fuck they are and what they what they bring to the table like you and i have had this conversation it's the only it's the only reason why i bring this up we don't have to go into specifics well, i'm just i mean it's just that one parking lot how chalk where i fell in love with you but you know, <laughs> no biggie i i fucking I, seven o'clock in the morning that's, I didn't I didn't set that up specifically for that. I was just giving you the option <laughs> to say, look, sometimes when when things are feeling a little bit too much, like it it does take that and that comes back to the original purpose of this meme that inspired this was sometimes you just you need to be reminded of what you are truly capable of because for a lot of people they have been pounded and pounded and pounded and like in every way possible of all these different things that i'll keep my dirty mouth shut well <laughs> you know they they They've been told what to do, what to think, how to feel, you know, what they can and can't do. Fuck that. That is no existence, you know, and that causes a great deal of internal, you know, trauma in, in some, I mean, to, to the extreme, but I mean, it causes some sort of lasting impressions that alters what you do and how you run your own life. And I just, I am a, I get it. I mean, it, it comes in all kinds of shapes and forms, man. But, you know, anybody that's trying to hold you down for any reason in any realm, um, it, it, it's not a good, it's not a good luck, you know? Um, I don't know. I, I, and I, and I realize, you know, just based on conversations that you and I have had, Brittany, you know, personally between the two of us, like I, I realize that a lot of my approach with an optimistic slant annoys the shit out of you because that's not how you would necessarily do things. Am I negative? No, I'm not saying you're negative. Yeah, I'm just saying you you, you approach really. things differently. That's all. Um, I am more, you know, to a fault at times. Like I, I am more calculated about things, and I don't respond as quickly as you would like or other people would like. Like if something heavy's happening. Like I need to make sure I'm making the right decision. This is a sign, Mark. No, I was just, it was just kind of, kind of like the garnish around it. <laughs> felt like a mini sidebar. Well, listen, you, you, you get the fish and chips, right? And then, you, you know, there's that little parsley shit that goes around. And that was just a little bit of the parsley to pretty it up, to give it another layer to it. You know. Okay. The other part was the lemon slice, but we'll get to that l later on. You know, if you like lemon slices 
because then your fish is important if you don't get it. Yeah. <laughs> so, how long slept on this? Well, we've got uh, on this particular, we go about a minute and a half. Oh, that's not a long time. No. No. Do you, do you want to run another time out and we'll come back and talk more about this? Do you have more you would like to get out? I, I have some more shit to say. Yeah. She's got more shit to say. So here's what we're going to do. We are going to run an even quicker timeout. And we'll be back with more more shit that she's got to say. <laughs> here. We'll be back right after this. You're cleaning up the house. You're cleaning up around the yard. And you realize you have an abundance of scrap metal just laying around and you have absolutely no use for it but you don't know what to do with it well thankfully i have your answer i want you to check out my friends over at a and b scrap recycling now what they do is they will come to your home and business and they will remove all the unwanted scrap metal that you have laying around your home or business if it's in the basement don't worry about it they'll come get it if it's in the backyard don't fret they're on it if you have it you don't want it They'll come get it. You can check them out over on Facebook, A and B Scrap Recycling, for all of your scrap metal removal needs in and around your home and or business. One more time, check them out on Facebook, A and B Scrap Recycling, for all of your scrap metal removal needs. Welcome back to the show. We appreciate you hanging out with us. This is a little bit of a longer one, but I'm here to tell you, it's goddamn worth it because this has been a pretty uh, intriguing conversation that we've had here this week. We're talking about being the CEO of your own life and the different aspects and the different realms that this can, you know, this conversation can go. Uh, of course, being joined by my lovely girlfriend, Brittany. Um, and we are. In the midst of this conversation, and right before we went to the real quick commercial break, you had more shit you wanted to say. So I know, but now I forgot what we were talking about. Well, we we're talking about um, being the CEO of your of our own lives. Oh yeah, and, well, all that. Um, so this can get deep. So I told you earlier. That's one of the things I struggle with the most is being a mother of five, ages three to 16, is that I don't have much control. And um, there are people that I would eliminate from my life, but I absolutely cannot. Right. Um. I know doctors that hate every second of their job. It doesn't mean that they aren't good at it. They, but some of the best ones hate it. But like, are they supposed to stop being doctors? <laughs> Couldn't they put themselves in another environment that yeah, they would be happier in? surgeon well i mean is it the work itself that they don't like 
Well, I mean, there's just lots of reasons why. I mean, over the course of 10 years, I've had a lot of conversations with a lot of new doctors and they just fucking hate it. I mean, and old ones too, but like they've built this entire life on being a doctor. So should they just stop because they hate it? Well, I mean, is this a rhetorical question or do you want me to actually answer it? No, really. Like, they married the beauty queen, smartest girl in her class, but she doesn't have to work because she married a doctor, had a couple babies. Now they realize that they hate it. They're like, they go home one day like, okay, babe, uh, you're not living a doctor's life lifestyle anymore. Physician suicide is huge. Mm -hmm. So, like, it's because they fucking hate their job, but they don't see anything out. Like, there's some people that feel like they really just don't have any control. But I do feel like there's something that everyone can control. I agree with that. But... Sometimes it's got to it's got to be at a time when they're they're serious about it. There's got to be a time when they've actually had enough of the way things are. They're not happy. What aren't you happy about? What are you happy about? What do there's got to be something that provides some sort of joy that you can at least use as a foundation and as a building block to a better life for yourself. Now, but to some, uh, like that's so subjective because to some people, some new young surgeon with a hot wife and a couple of beautiful babies is living his best life, but he's miserable. I get it. Like, I, I hear what you're saying. I guess I, I guess when I hear that, the first thing that comes to my mind is if and I know, and I realize it's easier said than done because I'm not a fucking doctor. Well, it I'm, doesn't matter. It's, I, it's I, any I'm, level of but if that's achievement. What, if that's what you're base, if you are basing your level of happiness, a good chunk of it, on what you have monetarily versus what you have, I don't want to spiritually is not the right word but what about what you what the lifestyle you're providing for the people that you love what's more important to you i mean that is and i realize that you're like oh jesus christ that's not that simple i have a three million dollar house i've got 17 cars in the garage i've got 15 four-wheelers i got two yachts i've got a house over in fucking hawaii i got another one in bismarck north dakota i don't give a fuck 
because what you have done is, is you have demonstrated where you have put your priorities. I realize, yes, these are signs of my achievement. I have earned this. I have worked for this. Yes. Listen, you and I, Brittany, we have sat here and talked about just, just, just stupid shit about what we would do if the network took off or the stake shows took off and people are, you know, paying me to come talk to their their schools or their churches or their, you know, I'm getting big, I'm getting popular, we're making money, we're doing great. We're going to do this, that, or the other thing. And the one thing I have always maintained is I don't need a lot. I just need enough. I need enough to take care of my family. I, you know, because, you know, we've made no bones about the fact between the two of us, there's seven kids, you know, there's us there, you know, I want to make sure that I am doing something that's able to provide for our family and to make sure that each and every one of them and us too, we have what we need. And then maybe a little bit of what we okay, want. Well, listen, what if what if providing this lifestyle for the people that you love, like the people that you adore the most in this world, is what makes you happy, but what you have to do to provide it fucking drains your soul. Like I just I just feel like there not everyone can be the boss of their life as a whole, but finding one thing you can be the boss of is so important. I guess that's my whole like perspective on this thing. I don't do a whole lot of what I want to do because I have five little people that I have to grow and shape and all that shit I said earlier. But one thing, like if I can, if I can control one thing, and I can control what I tolerate in certain aspects of my life, then that's good. It's a start. Whatever and however, so you just nailed it. Everybody has to have that foundation on to build upon to become the CEO of your life. If you don't, if you feel like that, you are not there. Other people, doctors, lawyers, things of this nature, people that genuinely hate their jobs, but they provide themselves that lifestyle that they love well in their mind. They have sacrificed a part of their soul to get this other part that does make them happy. And that's hopefully, hopefully, that's what they base their life on. And that the other part that they loathe is just a necessity to provide for that, I guess. I, again, obviously, I have not lived that lifestyle. But I also know how I am. And I also realize that if this thing exploded tomorrow and I was offered this 
high-end six-figure contract to be exclusive to some sort of podcast network, you're goddamn right I'm signing it. But I'm, but I'm signing it in an effort to invest in the brand so that this actually helps and inspires and motivates people, but also to make sure that I'm able to provide for my family, you know, the ones that mean the most. And like, I will always, I know I will always maintain that balance because I will never ever allow monetary bullshit to determine wholeheartedly my level of happiness or my ability to be the CEO of my life. Does that make sense? And I, and I realize it's just, it's just my, my point of view. And I that realize is, that is your point of view. I mean, you got 12 years on me, so. <laughs> yeah. I mean, but still, so you know some shit. I know a little bit, but I've done some shit too. Yeah. And obviously, you know, not on the same playing field. No, it, but, not at all. but I think in any aspect on whatever playing field, if someone, you know, if people can just find one aspect of their life to start with that they can control and that makes them happy, it goes a long way. I agree. Um, and if there's, you know, going along the lines of the topic of this show, that there's people in your life that resist that, they're probably the ones that should get demoted. Or terminated. Or terminated, depending on the level of resistance. Right. All right. Um, you know, that, I mean, for me, it just, it boils back down to, I just, I just have zero time for fuckery. I, I just don't, I just don't, you know, I'm just so over bullshit. I am so over so much. Yes. Hey, babe. Yeah. I'm proud of you. Are you? Yeah. Well. You have. I mean, you you are a person that was in a position to take your life back, and you didn't like how your life was, so you did. Not everyone is always in a position to take their life back. I wasn't in the position. Yes, you are. No, I made the position. At no point was I in a position where it was because we talked about this the other night just in in a different realm like there is no there will never be a perfect time for fucking anything there just won't be like i i could i could be sitting here you know still waiting for that opportune time to pull the plug or whatever Mm -hmm. um there was no perfect time there would never be a perfect time. If I want it to happen, I need to make it happen. And that, I guess, that's time. Now, I realize to some people that seems like impossible. I get it. For the longest time, 
I thought it was impossible. But you don't know unless you try, you know. But if, if you're going to do it, you better by God be invested. Because if you have any doubts that you're going to see this thing through, you then just don't. Because you will have caused yourself more degrees of, of chaos and turmoil and just outright bullshit than you did before you even started. Making a decision and seeing it through, like being fully invested in your decision is huge. And that is a trait every CEO on any level, either figuratively or literally, has to take into consideration. You know, you have to see the shit through. You can't half-ass anything. You it, can't go back and question your no, like question everything, every decision you're making. Brittany, how many times have have you know this is pulling the curtain back a little bit? I'm gonna fuck whatever. <laughs> um, you know how how many times have you asked me? You know, do you regret what you've done? Do you regret the, the course that you are on? Do you regret anything? The, the answer is unequivocally no. No. I, I don't. There's, there's parts of it I wish hadn't played out the way that they did, but I knew that was going to be a possibility, and I went down this road anyway. I think that... Like the whole moral of the story is that everyone can live their best life, even if you just start with one little single tiny aspect of your life that you can control. There has to be something you can, you are in charge of, and you know, take charge of that, and then. Move on to the next thing. There are so many people that don't, that are not happy, that just settle. That was kind of the basis the very first time we sat down and recorded something. You know, why do people go through their lives miserable? Mm -hmm. um, that <clears throat> it kind of comes full circle in this aspect too because that is a layer to this but in i mean you're right you you go back to there's something there to build off of and you'd be goddamn surprised what the capabilities are if you roll the dice on yourself every now and again because you deserve to you deserve to bet on yourself for the sake of your own happiness, in my opinion. I agree. And I'm not trying to like get political at all, but I do think if happy people were, you know, people doing what they actually want to do, um, we're leading our country trickling all the way down to, like you said, the janitor earlier. Mm -hmm. um, everyone would be better. Everyone would be better people if they were doing what they want to do. And that's like a ripple effect. 
True. This is huge. <laughs> um, is there anything else you want to throw in no, here? I just saw the world. What else is there? <laughs> <laughs> um, we have a couple minutes left on this segment, and you heard an ad earlier in the show, and I want to talk about it a little bit on the air here. Um, a lot of you watch the Klaus and Q show on ONTV um, and the subsequent replay on YouTube. Uh, mo many of you may have heard um, about the unfortunate townhouse fire that broke out in Auburn Hills on June the 23rd. Unfortunately, our very own Claude L. Edwards and his family were among the uh, families who were displaced in this uh, terrible tragedy. Uh, just, you know, where the silver lining is for, you know, as far as I can tell, no serious um, injuries were reported. Um, just uh, the loss of a lot of, you know, personal items and things of this nature. Now, Q is, you know, obviously he's my tag team partner on ONTV, but, you know, more importantly than that, you know, he is a union brother and he is a very good friend of mine. And our hearts are absolutely broken about um, hearing this unfortunate news. And there is a GoFundMe that is set up uh, to support his family. If you have any, if you have the means, if you have the capability, we would really appreciate um, you consider donating to Q and his family. Um, all of the information is on KlausToTheHeart.net, as well as, as the Klaus and Q Facebook page. Uh, Brittany, you've met Q. You know what a, what a tremendous uh, guy he is, very positive. He, I mean, even in the wake of this thing, during the, you know, <laughs> the, I mean, I don't think they had the flames out. The dude was still able to put out, you know, messages of positivity just speaks volumes of who this guy is, right? Yeah, I'm sure his phone is blowing up, but, you know, the, the one reply that he sent me was kind of lighthearted, kind of positive. Yeah. <laughs> I needed to get rid of some shit anyway. Um, you, I mean, you hate to hear anything like this happen, but I mean, especially when it's somebody that, you know, someone you respect, someone you work with, someone, you know, you're, you know, you spend a tremendous amount of time with, um, so again, you know, there is that GoFundMe that, that is set up. We would certainly appreciate any donations that come that way. If you can't donate, can you at least share the thing? spread the word help this wonderful family because you know you know if, if something was to happen to you or somebody that you legitimately cared about you would um do what you you would do what you could to help them out um we are very much in that boat here and we certainly send our best wishes to the edwards family during this incredibly difficult time but knowing q the way i do and you know he's going to come out of this thing and um you know he's still going to be smiling <laughs> you know <laughs> and he's about the only person i know that would be able to do that with with something like this but he is that guy so 
is. Uh, we love you, Q. We're, we're thinking of you. Um, wishing you the absolute best. And uh, we certainly appreciate everybody tuning in this week. And uh, for any questions, comments, uh, feedback, show topic ideas, shout outs, anything of the like, you can send us a direct message to our Facebook page. Just look for Klaus to the Heart, or of course, our contact information is on KlausToTheHeart.net, the official website of the PFC Podcast Network. Uh, Brittany, we certainly appreciate you coming by Studio B here <laughs> this week. Uh, always a pleasure to talk to you. Um, hey, uh, anytime. Yeah. Uh, and we thank you for tuning in. So until then, be awesome to yourselves and to each other. Go out this week and make a positive difference in somebody's life, big or small. It does not matter. It will at least bring a smile to somebody's face. With that, we'll see you next Tuesday beginning at midnight with a brand new episode of the Klaus to the Heart podcast, the flagship show of the PFC Podcast Network, powered by Anchor.fm.